Welcome to the Life Change Podcast. Okay, welcome to the podcast. This is Chelsea, and today we've got Dr. Blue with us. And we're going to do a real quick one for you guys, but a really good one and maybe a bit of a teaser, I think. <laughs> Don't you think? Yes, I hope I hope everyone, after they listen to this, they go get the book mm-hmm. and uh, read it because I think it's life-changing. Yeah. Absolutely. So this book that we've been reading, we've kind of mentioned it a couple of times in the podcast before. It's called Outlive by Peter Atia. Um, and it came out within the last, like, what, three months? I think April. Okay, mm-hmm. April. And so we've all been reading it, getting ready to do some episodes on that. But we just wanted to give you guys kind of an overview and kind of what are our general thoughts from the beginning. So today we, we got kind of a short day. Um, we're kind of pushing it on time. So we're gonna keep this about 15 minutes. Um, but I think this is a great topic, Chelsea. There's, you know, there's a lot of good books out there, but you know me, I get real excited about certain things, so I don't want to uh, overdo it. But this is probably my favorite book that I've read out of 50 books on health and wellness. And uh, if anyone knows, Dr. Peter Atia is one of the, I would say, pinnacle or thought leaders in uh, longevity, and. Uh, he just did a really good job on this book. Yeah. And so what I want to do, Chelsea, is kind of give you my overview. I may jump into a few of the chapters and talk about just specifics. Um, so you good with that? It. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I think uh, what I would tell all the, all my patients out there, if you were to probably read one book that would change the way that you live, it'd be this book. Okay. Um, he covers so many things, um, basically that, how do we, how do we reverse our life or reverse our aging? And he goes through all the data on that. And we've talked about it on the podcast, but the big ones are food. Okay. How we eat, um, exercise. You're going to see he's really big on exercise and, and he gets into real details on that, what we should be doing, particularly keeping our muscle mass. Um, that's, that's our longevity currency, um, sleep, okay, and how important that is. And then one of my favorite uh, topics he talks about is emotional health. That if we're not, if we're doing everything to live longer, but mentally we're not happy, um, then what's the point? Mm-hmm. And that one really touched touched me because I kind of struggle with that. Yeah. And so um, I'll jump into that chapter here in a little bit. Yeah. But what's your big takeaway? I think my biggest takeaway was it kind of put onto paper how we kind of feel about healthcare in mm-hmm. general, mm-hmm. right? So he talks about it in a medicine 2.0 versus a medicine 3.0. And basically that medicine 2.0 is just band-aiding stuff. You know, you're never really getting to the root issue and we're definitely not getting to true prevention. Um, you know, so he kind of talks about, this is my favorite because we hear this a lot with our patients. It's like, oh, well, my A1C is this. I'm not quite diabetic. I'm like, you're quite literally a 0.1 away from being classified as a diabetic, but really you already are, right? Yeah. He talks about that, of how it's this continuum and these health issues start way before we ever even think about it in our medicine, like medicine scape. Well, I think, you know, in, in America, we're in the healthcare profession, and I'm including myself in this, um, we throw pills at things. Mm-hmm. 
Um, everybody wants a quick fix, but they don't want to change their life to reverse their medical problems. And I think what the point that he makes is you can take your own health back in your hands Mm -hmm. and through how you eat, through exercise, through lifestyle, emotional health, relationships, Mm -hmm. sleep, you can reverse most of your medical issues. And that to me is awesome. For sure. Yeah. And it's that simple. Live without pills. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. Well, so tell me um, what what are the other parts of the book that are speaking most to you? Yeah. I think just what you said, I think every doctor, every, well, every physician, every healthcare person, uh, every medical student should be required to read this book because it just changes how we view healthcare. Mm-hmm. Um, I want every, I hope every one of my patients, um, you can download download it on audible it's a pretty long book but it's it's it keeps you in he does lots of stories and keeps you engaged and uh it's it's uh i looked forward to listening to it when i was driving home yeah don't be if you get the actual paper copy book which i'm a fan of the paper copy but when you get it and it comes in and it's like a textbook (laughs) thickness it's big 500 pages don't freak out (laughs) you can do it i've done it you can do it Oh man, you know, another thing that, and this is kind of in the title, but if I were to give a summary of the book, it's about longevity, Uh right? Mm -hmm. And kind of, Bo will say this sometimes, you know, I'm training to be 90. And so he talks a lot about that and, you know, a lot about looking at the people who've done it and who've done it well, you know, let's look at these people who are a hundred years older or more and what have they done or not done? Yeah. That's so I thought that was fascinating. Um, so to jump into just some of the chapters, he, he, the first part, he just really lays out how we change the view of medicine mm-hmm. from 2.0 to 3.0. And uh, then he jumps into specifically uh, some of our major health killers in America. Um, what does he call them? The head horsemen or something that, like that? That's right. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The black horsemen, I think, or something. Okay. I don't know. We yeah. need to look that up. Yeah. <laughs> um, and... So what are those heart disease, mm-hmm. cancer, um, diabetes, Alzheimer's, and then is it diabetes? I want to diabetes. And he goes through the data on why, first of all, where do these come from? What causes them? What in our lifestyle specifically causes them and how we can reverse them. Mm-hmm. And he goes into both the lifestyle component of how we reverse them and then if we need to use medications. And I think the big ones that stick out is, you know, lowering your glucose response. So not eating processed foods, um, that's gonna prevent diabetes, that's gonna prevent heart disease, and that's gonna prevent cancer and Alzheimer's. I mean, it hits on all of them. Mm -hmm. Uh, Exercise um, plays a huge role in prevention. Um, Now, I would say the only thing in this book that, that I think he could have beefed up is the nutrition part. He did a good job. He did a good job. But I think, uh, for example, like Dr. Mark Hyman takes it to a whole nother level on, on what we should be eating. Yeah. I think, uh, I haven't finished part three of outlive yet. I'm in the middle of it, but yeah, yeah. He talks a little bit about it. I think he gives the basics, right? And I think if you're reading the book and maybe you're not super familiar with nutrition, the basics will get you started. Yeah. And then you can deep dive, maybe into some of those other people, Mark Hyman. Yeah. (laughs) 
I listened to a podcast the other day of Mark Hyman and the Glucose Goddess. Uh-huh. It was a good one. We'll have to talk about it later. <laughs> this doesn't fit in our 15 minutes. <laughs> There's um, a lot to unpack in, in regulate, regulating your glucose. Oh, yeah, for sure. And how much it also affects, which he goes into in the book, which, you know, it not only affects diabetes, but also Alzheimer's, cancer, um, you know, all of all of the things. So one thing that I think he really focused on that I think is really important is, you know, we think of exercise as just going to gym, but he changes the way you see it. It's all about functionality as we age we need to be able to pick up things. We need to be able to do daily tasks, go downstairs, go upstairs and doing exercises that keep the, keep your muscle mass where you can do that. Uh, because as I said, I think earlier, that's the currency of life. If you lose all your muscle and you can't do things, you can fall and break a hip. Mm-hmm. It's all about coordination and, and, that's kind of been my view on exercise. I, I'm not a bodybuilder. I don't want to be. Mm-hmm. I want to be functional. And and he really touches on that. Yeah, and it's interesting because I think when most people start resistance training, you know, they're just like pumping the weights, so to speak. You know, you're just like lots of reps or maybe few reps but high weights, and that's the, the gist. But he talks about like, well, okay, like what are we doing to kind of activate – the other side of your brain um, and like some of those crisscross like balance type movements um, that we often don't think about when you're coming up with like a workout plan necessarily. The last part was emotional health. And uh, this one's kind of rocked my world. Um, I I can relate to Dr. Atiyah. Um, I'm a I'm yeah, a resume yeah. builder. Well, and y'all's stories were a little bit similar. Uh-huh. He started in cardiothoracic surgery. Is that right? So he was or- at John Hopkins doing um, basically biliopancreatic surgery okay. and headed down that road and just just made an about face. And what I see in him is it's I'm a doer. I get up in the morning and I've got a checklist and I go through life accomplishing things. And that's a good thing. That's a great thing. Mm -hmm. But in the midst of all that, you wake up one day and you, you look around and what's your relationships like, and you don't tend to focus on, on being, you focus on doing. Mm -hmm. And he has some, he has two great stories in there, his personal life of how he just, wasn't prioritizing his family and uh it was leading him down a a bad road and also uh, so i I lately have been focusing on my family relationships listening to people (laughs) active listening um and just emotional health uh prayer meditation slowing down enjoying life um because you know our friendships and our family is what it really boils down to. And for me, my relationship with the Lord and things like that. And so he just, he really says, he makes the point that if you, if you get all your health in order, but yet you don't have emotional health, what's it all worth? And I think right now, especially post COVID, um, just America, all of us, um, we're struggling emotionally stress, um, 
family, financial, and we let it all add up. And what ends up happening is it affects our physical health. Mm -hmm. But then we got the emotional health on top of that. And so I, I hope in our podcast, we start tackling that. I think there's a lot of good answers for that. But it's, it's first of all, realizing why that you're struggling. Yeah. Why do you think it's so easy for people to ignore the emotional health component? It's work. It's work. I mean, you know, talking, talking through, uh, being vulnerable with people saying, Hey, I don't have it all together. Um, my family, we're struggling, uh, my marriage or whatever it looks like. And it's hard to be open with people because you're afraid to, they're going to think negatively, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, and then this is a whole nother topic, but, uh, there's another book called the road less traveled. It's nothing but, um, all of us avoid emotional or mental pain in our life from the beginning. Mm -hmm. If we have something that's a little challenging to us, we try to figure out a shortcut around it. And I think we're meant to go through those hard times and become stronger for them. And none of us want to do that. Yeah. Same thing with our health. We try to do that. I mean, we try to patch things. We don't go to the root cause. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah. And I think too, like he talks about, and um, I know that the primal way of living too is a focused on this a lot is just that community that you build around yourself. And I think if I look back on like the five, like past five years of life and think about one of the biggest influences in my life is it's those people in that circle that you have around yourself. Like, you know, right outside of your immediate family, like who do you let closest to you after that? And it's those people because they're the ones who have the ability to tell you, Hey, I see you're struggling or point this out to you in a loving, kind way, but also like walk through it with you yeah. and encourage you on that process, encourage yeah. you to do the hard things. We need community. Yeah. Um, we need family. Um, will that be a CrossFit community, church community? Um, because we do need those people watching our lives and giving us feedback. Okay. Well, any parting words, parting thoughts? I would tell everyone to go download this book, uh, read it, uh, listen to it. Um, it's life changing. Um, you will not regret it. Mm -hmm. I think if you really want to take back your, your health and create good habits and um, become a better person, both physically and mentally, it's a great book to start with. I agree. And if you're like one of those people who's just lost in your health, I think go to this book because I think it'll at least put you on a path that's right, <laughs> not a lost path. Now, we'll warn you, and if Dr. Atia hears this, uh, if you go to his podcast, you may get lost. Oh. He is so detailed that you can get lost in the details, but his book is totally different than what I expected. Um, he hit the mark on it. For sure. And it's not, some of the parts get a little sciencey, but at least the very beginning that gives you the meat of it is very, like you said, he tells stories and helps you really understand it. So, so go check it out. Go check it out. Okay. And then come back and listen for more. We'll talk more about it once we've all read the full thing. All right. Y'all have a great day. All right. Thanks for listening.